everybody, what's up, and welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Review. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And it has been a long time coming. We said we are going to do this a it's while a back. It's been... It's been hectic it's in been Texas, to say the least. Yeah, our our, our zone in particular, uh, we've been having uh, some spikes. Yep. And uh, there's been some orders from on high coming down in our city and then through our state. So yeah. it's it's a little and wild. People aren't taking to it well, which is is maybe the biggest shame of it all. And it's it's just all around terrible. But we'll talk more about that in the ramble. You know me, Roger. I hate people. Yeah. But let's go on. And get <laughs> I on think to I it. hate people too. Let's let's uh, let's tell the fine folks what we said we were gonna do and what we are gonna do right now. We're talking about some B stars. Yeah, B stars. I, I do remember in the. In the last uh, review when we announced we were going to do Beastars, I said that it was uh, we were going to go for the third one. But this is actually our fourth one in a There's row. There's a lot. Yeah. A, yeah, a whole of, bunch of the these. the Netflix. The Netflix. CGs, particularly Netflix yeah. CGs. Yeah. It's a good time. But uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and talk about this here show, which is on Netflix. You can check it out. Maybe you should. Uh, we are going to try to keep it relatively spoiler-free in the first half. In the ramble, we will get a little spoiler. Mm-hmm. But uh, Roger, we're going to break it on down. Tell us, tell them about it and give our good buddies a review of recommendation. We're going to tell them whether or not we, their good buddies, think they, are good buddies, should check this show out. And Roger, if it was straight up boo-boo stank garbage, what would you call that? I'd call it an anime, maybe not. If it wasn't bad, but it wasn't the worst. Anime. It was fine as average. Hey, no, that's an anime, maybe. It was pretty good, though. My guy, it's Animos, definitely. But if it was awesome, Roger, if it was so good... Oh, it'd be amazing. It would be amazing. And the way we're going to get there is we have five different categories on which we are going to award a couple of stars. Possible two stars in each category. Five categories, total of ten stars. We're going to go out of ten. And Roger, what is that first category we're going to talk about? Wait, did you say that's how math works? That is how math works. Excuse me. That's how math works. You know what? You know what? I don't need (laughs) to junk right now. It's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Uh, but Roger, that is how math works. And Roger, what is that first category we're going to talk about? The story and setting. Second category, please. The characters and development. Numero tres. The art and animation. Number four. The soundtrack. And finally, that good buddy's wiggle room, that fifth category, that genesequa. Roger, what does that mean? I do not know what. I don't know what. But that's how we're going to do it. I'm going to hit you with a quick pitch real quick, and then we'll get on into the review proper. And Roger... Stop me if this sounds familiar. Story of a city of anthropomorphic animals divided between the carnivores and herbivores, the predators and prey uh, animals, if you will. Uh, Predators struggle to keep their killer instincts in check while prey try to overcome their typically weaker bodies and smaller stature to all live in a civil society. Does that sound like something you've seen before or heard of? Um, It's, It's anime Zootopia. Let's be okay. real. Okay, 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 I got you. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, but... Yeah, I... I have, it sounds like Beastars to me. Wow. I, I, I've seen it online be referred to as Anime Zootopia. I would say that is... I believe I talked about it before. It is apt, if not a little bit reductive, because this is a much more adult show than you're going to get from Disney. Uh, and boy, oh boy, it gets pretty adult. It sure does. So let's go ahead and get on into it with the story and setting talk. Uh taking place primarily at Cherryton High School, where a young goat named Tim has just been devoured. This is what we call it when a predator animal apparently loses control of themselves and <laughs> they get a little hungry. Yeah, a little um, hungry boy. So, presume, assumedly, and most likely by a carnivore ca- uh, classmate, uh, this young goat named Tim has been devoured. While the show does focus on the tension between the carnivores and herbivores, uh... I'm going to say, I'm going to let you know right now, 
Tim's whole back, Tim's whole story kind of takes a backseat to the rest of the show. Yeah, it's uh, just more of Tim died, and now it's just the crux for you know the her- herbivores are yes more scared and timid than ever. Right. So now we get a bit of the power struggle, the social hierarchies and whatnot, and uh, there is going to be. I mean, let's just say it's a little bit of a love triangle, quad quadrilateral maybe going on in here. It gets kind of wild. Um, but that's the basic structure of the, uh, the show. Mm -hmm. Um, beyond that, I'll say setting wise, you do flesh out the world a little bit in some of these later scenes. Uh, they take trips into the city, the park, there's a meteor festival that's going to be held, et cetera, et cetera. It's pretty cool stuff. Any, any, you got any, any big feels? It's very much like a Japanese schools are depicted in, in the animes. Now, I've never been to a Japanese school. I don't know if they're like that. But we do watch a lot of cartoons about them. And I have seen it be very consistent with the clubs and the different kind of festivals the schools are allowed to do. We didn't do anything like that here. We Uh, had like a field day. Yeah, I guess guess we had a field day. We had a science fair, but it wasn't as big of a deal as you would think. Yeah, Um, Yeah, it's sports. (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's it set up like the, the Japanese school system. And yeah. then, you know, you wouldn't know any different if, you know, if it weren't for the fact that we have giant furries walking around everywhere. This is a, this is a very furry anime. Yeah. A lot of furries running around. But dang, man, I never thought I would. Uh, I'm not I'm not going to. I don't hate, you know, the furry culture or anything wow. like that. I don't get it. I You know, it's not for me. But, but Roger, dang, I really was interested in this. And I, hey, I Roger. Kinda, if you were in B-Stars, what kind of animal would you be? What's your fursona? Oh, dude. Oh, man. My fursona? Yeah, what's your fursona, bro? Oh, dude. Honey badger. Honey badger? Is it because you don't give a fuck? It's because I don't give a fuck wow. about these people. Wow. This freaking guy. I do. This freaking guy. Wow. Neato. I think, well, honey badgers are pretty big, and I'm a pretty big guy. Yeah, I could see What that. would you be? What's your fursona? Um... Only because I have the long hair and stuff, I'm going to go lion. Lion? Okay. Yeah. Also because I'm pretty lazy and like uh, all the ladies to get my food for me. Ha ha. <laughs> Dumb as hell. Anyway, that's a, a giant joke, obviously. Uh, love you, my girlfriend. Anyway, <laughs> let's go on. Um, yeah, so pretty fun show. Pretty interesting. Again, you can draw the parallels to uh, stuff like Zootopia. I mean, it's not like Zootopia is the first thing to make a city out of animals and shit, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, how about the characters in development? You want to move on? Yeah. Uh, so our main boy, our main boy, Lagoshi. Yeah, he's a he's a good good boy. He's a big old gray wolf. Yeah, he's a big gray wolf. Um, Large and very, imposing. Yeah, he's very. He's almost like. The way that they they animate him, the way they give him mannerisms, is like he's somewhere like a cross between a wolf and maybe Nosferatu, and maybe the the Phantom of the Opera. Wow, I mean his name is Lugosi. <laughs> it right? is well yeah. Lugosi, Lugosi, which is fine. is you know it, it, Bella Lugosi is is a horror icon. I, I read a thing online where the creator did say uh, it was based on Bella Lugosi. Okay, like well that would make perfect sense yeah. because I didn't. He's got know, those deep sunken eyes. Yeah, he I didn't know that was not, the case, but I know who Bella Lugosi is, and he's dead. That's he is, a, he a, is dead. Well, that's a song. That's the only reason I say that. Bella Lugosi's dead. You haven't heard though. No, I have not. Uh, it's like classic punk, dude. Anyway. Um, Is it like the cramps or something? I'd have to look it up yeah, to make sure. I don't know. But, um, I can't know all the punk rock songs. There's a million of them. All right. Well, I'll look it up later and we'll all <laughs> feel embarrassed about it. Anyway. Uh, yeah. A pretty fun guy. Uh, really, I will say, uh, 
clearly sunken eyes he does not get much sleep it seems like my poor boy he is constantly stressing because he is a very large and pretty scary looking dude and he knows that yeah and he wants very much to not be that yeah he he's ultimately a you could call him a gentle giant um, and he's uh, uh, stressing that he may be scaring his, you know, smaller and weaker classmates and whatnot. Um, he also tries to diffuse cro- uh, conflict rather than, you know, uh, flexing his muscles by instead trying to hide his strength, mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, kind of keep rein it all in. The thing is, what I love about this character, though, the thing that really hits me about him is that because he is constantly stressing, because he is so nervous about all this he is never really paying attention he is locked in his own mind to the point that he will be like looking at someone and just thinking 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 and they're just having a conversation trying to talk to him whatever and he's like uh, like he's so stressed about everything yeah like to the point he doesn't even realize what's happening around him yeah sometimes. and and the thinking process it's like him going through like they actually they create an, uh, a monologue for, yes. for what's going on inside of him. And he's having these very almost intricate conversations with himself in his mind as he's mumbling, as his character is speaking to him. Yeah. Just constantly it's very over, cool. Just overthinking everything. My good, good boy. My yeah. good, good boy. But he does have, you know, he is a carnivore. So he mm-hmm. is essentially, you know, the show moves around a little bit with, you know, these carnivores, carnivores having mm-hmm. an urge to potentially devour or hunt yes there, there's a lot of stuff you'll see later on particularly when they're in the city about like how exactly uh folks outside of school like adults and whatnot yeah. deal with some of these urges uh boy oh boy that's yeah, a fun that's a real fun yeah sequence. it is it's it's very much you know that battle with i think everybody at some point deals with the voice inside their head mm-hmm. you know it's this this th- instinct that yeah that the thing that makes you you know it makes you angry at other people it makes you right. want to uh, act in, in maybe not a great way towards somebody else and it's him dealing with this and it's it's similar to how you know you or I or anybody else probably you know a decent human deals with it is you just you fight it away and you you know eventually mm. you overcome it and you eat a lot of egg sandwiches if you're Lagoshi. yeah he, he does love them egg sandwiches <laughs> he loves him an egg sandwich but they changed them oh no I really liked that episode. Yeah, me too. I thought it was cute. Uh, let's move on. Our, our next character is Haru, a white dwarf rabbit who is the lone member of the school's garden club. Uh, friendly enough. Mm-hmm. Um, she is actually, I think, a year ahead of Lagoshi. Yeah. Um, and, and she's actually a little... The, the She doesn't get along with the other girl, uh, female students very well. No. She gets kind of catty with them as they are getting... She she does not take their shit. Well, see, she... Uh, the thing... She tries to mind her own business. Yes. But she uh, has a bit of a reputation around the school. Uh, yeah. We won't get into too much, but uh, a lot of people seem to think she's a bit of a sleut. Yeah, a sleut. Um, and she has this big chip on her shoulder because not only like with the other girls and stuff and the other people in school, but like she is constantly being belittled by males who see her as weak and fragile, who like, oh, let me help you with that or whatever. And there's certain things that she tries to do to like, you know, have some semblance of power within herself. It's a very, it's a really I, I, I'm definitely not the person to get into like the yeah, gender I don't think I am stuff either. about this. There's a lot of people online who have written and made videos about this stuff yeah. that can sell it way better than me. But the point is, 
it's I, really interesting the yeah, way she handles I, herself. I like yeah, I like the way she handles herself. I actually like the character. I actually like how they handle the character as yeah. well in the show because you know, I, I went to high school or whatever. I saw plenty of people slut shaming the other girls and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that shit it's even shitty. even even as he, at a, at a young age, you know, and like I'm I was talking to you earlier, like I'm slow to process things, but there are some things that immediately I had like a guttural reaction to that right. I fucking hate. Yeah, you're, you're part of you just says, "Hey, you that's wrong." You don't, you don't, you know, like slut shaming is something that we I think needs to be talked about a whole lot more than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it does get now, you know, more more talk than it used to, but I think it needs to be open a lot wider because, yeah. you know belittling somebody like this character gets belittled for how she handles herself what you know you, you get backstory what, too as to why she does yeah, it yeah like what people know and what they think they know and, and I, I yeah. would you know like I would think that this is a logical reason why you know some other you know people might do it whether it be a male or a female you know it's yeah. it's, it's, there's, it's there's really a, interesting it, it opens it's an interesting character and they handle it really well I think yeah and I really I do like the way that they they really give you the levels to it because like on the one hand you've got here's these carnivores who again the show tells us they are bigger stronger more powerful we have these uh herbivores who live in a society with them and have to you know deal with the reckon with the fact that they are not as strong or powerful as these other as these carnivores and how they have to you know make their way in life and manage their own lives and whatnot and then you've got folks like haru who are even below that on the totem pole mm-hmm. to the point that people are constantly looking down on her and belittling her and saying, you know, you're not strong enough to do this or that. Let me try to help you. And it's just another, it's just these little like microaggressions that she has to deal with that yeah. are people looking down on her even further yeah. than they are. And some of it too, it, it puts into light too, that a lot of these characters are not intending to do anything rude. They're no, not necessarily to help, you know, and a lot of times, you know, some people, I think microaggressions are, are harder to understand for people. Sure. Because they think, I, in my opinion, I think they, a lot of people think that they're helping. They're mm. not meaning anything bad by it, but it is, you know, something so ingrained, inter, in, ingrained in our society that you just got to know why that shit's wrong yeah. or whatever. But, yep. Yeah. You got to ed- educate yourself. Do some Googling. Uh, next up, we got Louie. I do love me Louie, dude. Louie's fun. So <laughs> Louie's kind of fucked up, but he's fun. Louie is an herbivore, <laughs> but he's also, you know, he might not initially admit it or or talk about it very much. He does feel weakness. Yes. Um, but he is not weak at all. He's also the freaking prince of the school. He is, if you will indulge me, sir, he's the Yuki Soma yeah. if he was more prideful and an asshole. He's trying to be the titular B-star. He is attempting to be, and they don't really tell you what a B-star is. Yeah. We can kind of assume it's I'm like... I'm assuming it's like an idol. Yeah, it seems that way, but... They don't really tell you what a B-star is, but the show yeah. is called B-stars, and Louis apparently is well on his way to becoming the B-star. Um, but yes, he handsome, he's elegant, he's prideful, yeah. huge chip he on brings his shoulder. to the table a level of power that a lot of the other characters don't, Exactly, and that is money. Yes, exactly. But even then, he still acknowledges in, in his own mind, as his little soliloquies, he acknowledges that, yeah, I'm not a predator. I'm not as strong or as powerful as these people as, as some of these other animals. Mm-hmm. And that right there is what confounds him about Lagoshi. Because yeah. Lagoshi is that strong. He should be better. But he is intentionally showing himself to be weaker than everyone to try and, like, 
you know, stem yeah. the tide of whatever fear or anything else someone else might be feeling. It's it's a really cool dynamic. Louis is is a character that's kind of in that position of where he looks at he's he's the person that looks at somebody, you know, like if I wore this person, mm-hmm. this is how I would act. Mm-hmm. And yet he also knowing he can't be that is so focused on getting everything right. He is an he is a textbook perfectionist. Yeah. Because he's got to do it the way that it has to be done because he ain't got that advantage. He's got to push. And you even get some backstory with him where you really see damn dude like yeah. to be where he is from where he started yep. is bonkers. Yep. Like the the amount of drive this guy has. The boy is non-stop. Like he is constantly doing what he needs to to get where he wants to be and shoot it's a it's a really fascinating character yeah he's really least. good he's really good i i quite enjoyed louis i even thought you know like towards the end uh, an event happens or whatever and mm-hmm. i thought i was like okay i got a good feeling for louis he's gonna do something we'll talk about it in the ramble. yeah we'll talk about it in the <laughs> ramble he's gonna do something and then i was shocked that he did not do it yes yeah, it's 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 wild. Yeah, it's it's ooh, it's really good. You get, get the chills. Ooh. Yeah, man, get, give me the chills. Uh, we got one more that we can talk about here, uh, and that is uh, Juno, who is perfect and has never done anything wrong. I mean, she kind of is. A she kind. Bit... She. Mm, I love her. I love her, and she I... kind of does embrace that carnivore ooh. nature. So Juno is also she. So she appears to be kind of a reddish brown, but she is described as a gray wolf, not like Lugosi. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually how they met. Meet. Um, she's getting like picked on by a couple dudes and he like steps in and says hey that's my little sister um it's a great scene but she uh is likely goes we didn't even mention yet that everyone we've talked about except for haru is in the drama club yeah uh that's how they're all like you know linked together there's a play that's going on etc etc we just totally missed that plot point that's fine watch the show it's great um but juno ends up jumping into the uh getting in there and she pretty much immediately seems to have an affili- uh, an affection for Lagoshi um, that he d- clearly is not used to because he don't know how to handle any of it. Yeah. He also just doesn't seem to get it. My boy's a little clueless. Yeah. Um, and moreover, Juno also, like, we find out later on, does seem to have, as you said, she does seem to uh, have a little bit more of that carnivore, that predator animal streak she got, in she's, her. She's got a little bit of stank to her. She got a little stank on her. She got claws and she knows yeah. how to use them, need be. Uh, yes, and she may or may not also have uh, some, her eyes on the prize, so to say. Yeah, she's she's kind of similar mm-hmm. to, uh, to Louis. Yeah, a little bit. She's kind of similar to Louie. They actually have some really interesting oh, interactions. Some, they have some great scenes together. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, she's very she's very headstrong. She's very set in her way, but she's also very sweet. She charms. She's like Louie. She's just uh, you know you don't get as much with her as you do with Louie. I'm sure we're gonna get more of her later. Yeah. But she is. You you can tell that there's a complex character there. Mm-hmm. Like you know there's a complex character with Louie. Right. But the characters around, for the most part, do not see that. They see this really sweet person. They see this really go-getter, this, you know, the high school star, mm-hmm. the B star. That's what they see. 
and they're drawn to these people, but they don't see that that internal struggle that they go through the the complexity of these characters. Indeed, because they put on these masks. Exactly. Um, and it is it's really fascinating, man. Yeah. If you I, can't tell, I really love these characters. It's I really rad. I really put a lot of time into. Uh, to liking them and, and learning who they are. Yeah. We didn't really uh, talk too much about the like proper plot of it uh, in the story and setting, which I think now is a good time to do that now that we've introduced the characters. But yeah. basically the whole thing, Juno kind of shows up later. So like in like episode like four or five, I want to yeah. say. Um, but the whole conceit of it is it starts with this play is going on. Louis running stuff. They're like doing whatever, blah de blah. Lagosi's there. He's in the Lagoshi. He's like the lights guy. He's yeah. working in the rafters. The whole thing happens that Lagoshi has a run in with Haru, and this is all first episode, so we're not doing any big spoilers. Mm -hmm. But her her scent hits him. It triggers his predator instinct, and he gets this close, like this close. Yeah. You try to. Almost touch those fingers, but then you pull it away just enough. Just a teeny bit. You got like, you know, if this was a computer game, we'd say about a two pixel difference. That close to eating his bunny. Yeah. But he doesn't. We'll just say that. Yeah. And then something happens. It's actually a really cool scene. It's an amazing scene. And what ends up happening is he basically, it is it is speculated later on by some characters you know what exactly is going on with this guy but he feels a strong attraction to haru to the point that maybe he's in love with her maybe he's just real hungry yeah maybe he just wants to eat her we're not real sure are we <laughs> but it's that is basically the conceit of the show and then from there it's like you know okay who's haru involved with who is lagoshi potentially involved with what else is going on? We got these yeah. triangles and quadrilaterals forming around all these romantic potential pairings and whatnot. And boy, oh boy, stuff gets pretty wild. Uh, and then it gets real violent toward the end. Yeah, it sure does. But uh, that's basically what we're looking at. Now, here's the one we got to talk about. Let's go ahead and move on to that next category, Roger. I feel like it's going to be a good one for us. The art and animation. The art and animation. It How do you feel about it, baby it boy? It is 3D CG. There is a little bit of 2D thrown yes. in. Yeah, there there's bit, like these really yeah. cool, like almost like graphite and charcoal scenes yes. and stuff. They do some really interesting things in there. Yes, there's also bits where like you just have like this real close up of like two characters and it's like, okay, clearly this is just drawn. Like this is 2D. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, it is CG. Yep. There's also, we'll talk about the intro in a second, rad stop motion in the yeah. intro. Yeah, but, but the lion's share of the show is CG. Yes, indeed. And, and you know, you know me, Roger. You don't like not, CG. Not dude. really a fan of it. I believe, though, and you might fact check me on this. I believe this is the same studio as Land of the Lustrous, which is one of those CG shows that I did fall in love with. Yeah. And you know what? It freaking works. It sure does. They um, do it so good. I'm trying to see if I can. Uh, I don't. I don't see offhand. The you, you talk about the it. art and animation. Okay. I'll see it if I can look. So it. this is definitely if if it's done by that studio for sure, it makes a whole lot of sense because this is the second cleanest CG anime I have ever seen. It is smooth. It is interesting. I think the only thing that Land of the Lustrous has up on it is that Land of the Lustrous was so vibrant and colorful. Yeah. And then all the different translucence and stuff they do in that show is just really really impressive 
It is a sight to behold. Go ahead. Uh, studio Orange, B Stars, Land of Lustrous, and quite a few more. Okay. So yes, it is the same studio. It says here. So this show, it is for real beautiful. B Stars is beautiful. Um, like I said, I would probably give the edge if I had to stack them up to, up against each other. There's a slight edge to Land of Lustrous because the way they handle like translucence and the shattering effects Cut the and all hair. the hair. Yeah, the oh. hair. Uh, but B-Stars is nothing to scoff at. It's this, very good. This is the bar that CG anime should be shooting for. I am, I'm, I'll am. i be honest, like, you know me, I don't much care for CG. I'm a little, part of me is a little mad at how much I love it. Because this show's yeah. very, very good. I could watch this style of animation all freaking day long. And I am, I, like I said, I've always said I'm a veteran now of the CG anime. It doesn't affect me at all. I can watch some of the lowest of the low quality, and I can tell you that it's low quality, and I can tell you Berserk is the, the best option I have to give. Sorry, it's, you said lowest of the low, and now I'm just thinking about Evangelion. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the lowest of the low. Go on. Uh, <laughs> that's not what he said. Um, but I watched Berserk, the newer, the 2016 Berserk or whatever, not the movies, the the anime actor that follows the original series or follows the movies, yeah, it is. and it's it's pretty bad. It's pretty damn bad. It's totally, in my opinion, it's berserk. It's watchable. Mm. This is so far above God almost anything. I, I mean, I can't think of anything that I can compare it to other than Land of the Lusters. This is the bar that they should be shooting for. Yes. Because it is really good. If you can't tell, I I was I was very impressed by it. There was only one thing that I might have been more impressed by. Oh yeah. Um, and do you, do you have anything else you want to say about the art and animation? I'll say one more thing here, and that is that the previous uh, show we did was Dora Hidoro, and I remember t saying in that one that the CG in that one didn't bother me as much, particularly when it was like Cayman or whatever that was on screen, and it did kind of not work for me whenever I was looking at like a normal person who was talking, and I figured out why that was by rewatching B Stars, and that is that that show. Uh, would do this thing where like here's my person here's their head you know it's CG so like this head is a cylinder or a or a sphere or something and the thing they would do is just kind of have the mouth on there moving like it was clearly yeah, like just, just it was it wasn't even like animated like here's my jaw and shit it's like here's the shape that is a mouth and like they're changing that like going from a picture of an open mouth to a picture of a closed mouth that kind of thing yeah right whereas Cayman he's an animal he has to have a moving jaw and shit yeah this show now that is not the only reason the show is much better it's just cleaner much cleaner much yeah. cooler looking animation yeah this show is but, worlds better like the way yes, that it looks but that is the thing I realized that because all of these characters are animals it forces them to have to animate the whole damn thing mm -hmm. and they do it so well yep it really works it really really works it really does. If you're like me and you're not big on CG hey you'll find something to nitpack, nitpick at I certainly did but I the animation here just worked yeah. so good. It's very well done. Yep. Tell me about that music and sound, baby. So I said there might be one thing that I enjoyed more. Oh boy. And it was the sound design for this freaking anime. Oh yeah? Oh yeah. It is so freaking good. The music, <laughs> the backgrounds, it is amazing. The monologues. This has the I I mean, I think I can't think of anything else that I could at Not least compare top of your head to right, right now. now. You give him time maybe, but this, right now. Right now, I can't think of a dub that I've ever heard that was better than this one. It's very, very clean, very good. These voice actors 
freaking killed it. Yes. It is so damn good. And um, I, I went and checked out the, the sub of it, and it was very good, too. Mm-hmm. But just the fact that I could watch it in the English language, and they... God, dude, they freaking nailed it. The dub, the soundtrack, the sound design, the way they did the theater and stuff. You could mm-hmm. hear the, them thumping around on the stage. Mm, the Everything. Echoes. There was so much they put into it. It was awesome yeah they really accounted for the acoustics in the theater yeah there's moments where like you know there's conflict happening and you're watching someone like scratch someone with these long claws and the sound of that and the little drips of blood that come out and every little thing works very very well yeah i I would be i would be comfortable saying you know like i could maybe think of some other dubs that i compare this with Mm -hmm. that i like that are really good but sound, just sound design wise, overall, I can't think of anything that I've ever watched that was better than this. It's very well done. Yeah, it's very, very. It's well incredible. Done. Um, the intro and outro. I already mentioned the intro a little bit. The intro song is rad. The animation yeah. there, they have the super cool stop motion that's very good. But I really enjoyed the uh, the intro song on this mm-hmm. one. The outro is quite good as well. Yep, they're both just really good. There's not like a whole lot else to say about them. They're just real good. Yeah, they're really good. Um, but yeah, sound design, the music during the show, it's all pretty freaking top notch, dude. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty, pretty Especially the way they do those inner monologues and stuff. Yeah. The kind of like, like the tiniest bit of reverb they give to like kind of show you, yes, this is in this person's mind. It's just all, it's all just very well designed. Yep. It's, it's super freaking impressive. Well, how about that Jeanne Sequa? I think I put most that I can about how much I like the show uh, and the characters and all that stuff. I put it all out there in the main review. Uh, a few things that I would note about this is that, okay, I don't think it's going to be for everyone. Yeah. it. I mean, it is violent. It does, uh, it does have a lot of mature themes. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you see straight up uh, a sex scene or two in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Not like super graphic, but you know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at one point, you almost see a character's wiener get whipped out of their pants. Almost get that weenie. Yeah. You almost get that weenie. This close to the wiggle physics. And you know what? They would make them work so good. They would, dude. It would be, that would be the most beautiful wiggling I've ever seen. <laughs> but this is this is not going to be a show that you can probably show anybody under a, a young teen. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when you start getting to, you know, 14, 15... If you're watching it with your your kids and you feel comfortable with stuff like this assume you've had some pretty important talks about yeah. how stuff works yeah yeah you could probably get by but nothing under that um it's it's not for kids and of course uh if if you really really you know don't get into the the furry thing or whatever you don't like characters that aren't humans this isn't going to be for you i don't know why you wouldn't like something like that i think this show was excellently done the character designs were amazing mm. um but maybe that wouldn't be for you. And then, of course, if I didn't mention it, you know, it is 3D CG. And I have met people out there that are diehard. I will not watch it if it is CG. There you go. Ayo. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much right there with you, man. I think you nailed it. The, the big thing for me is that it you I can't recommend it to literally anyone. Like literally everyone, I mean. Yeah. Um. Anyone, I would recommend it to. Yeah, pretty I could much recommend everyone it I know, to people. But I would be like, I hey, have recommended it to people. It's like, hey, if you're not huge, like it's mostly just the sex and the violence, but there are also there's other little stuff like the depictions of um of like the bullying and the depictions of some characters who struggle with pretty intense anxiety. 
I know people who like if 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 they see something like that where someone's did having you a say panic attack. Anxiety. I did, bud. I did. I know folks <clears throat> who, if they see something that's like you know too stress-inducing like that, it'll freak them out. Like not you necessarily. Yeah. I think you you I, you're able to see that this is fiction and whatnot. Yeah, but, but I do struggle with things. You know, yeah, from time to time, I, like I get overloaded. I have to stop. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, like the Last breaky. of Us too. I haven't beat it. Oh boy! And now I'm about to have to go through the stress. What it feels like all over again. Yeah, yeah. Games are too long, man. Yeah. But um, yeah. That's that's the thing is it's just the level of what's happening and how it's happening. There's, I kind of got to dock points for that. Not because it's bad, because I. I can't in good faith say I would tell literally everyone I know to watch this. Yeah. Um, that's really it. Yeah. It's that's, just one that's of those. My, my, I mean, that's, critique. that's yeah. something you could say about pretty much anything. Sure. Like really. When you there there are it. things that I think I like, I, I believe I said I would recommend a uh, high score girl to anybody. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, that show is obviously a lot less heavy than this one. Yeah. You kids can watch that one for the most part, for the most part. Uh, this one, not so much. And no, this... Mm -mm, mm -mm. They don't hide it. And, I mean, these are... It, I mean, they're... It also gets into that territory where these are students and there are sex scenes in there. Yes. They're, they're, yes. We are talking about people who are, you know, two consenting parties, but who are both students who are clearly, like, underage or whatever. And yeah. God knows how age of consent works in animal world, but still... Yeah. I just put it that. in the overall world of anime yeah. world, and God knows... That it is a slippery, slippery slope, and I've probably slid down it a long time ago. God um, knows you did. God knows you did. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's all that. It's there, I mean, there are, um, you know, some minor depictions of what uh, what is hard to call anything but sexual abuse. Mm -hmm. um, it gets it gets pretty intense, man. Yeah. But yeah, there, I think there's some there's some serious Man, I'm having trouble speaking. Manipulation in yes. in this show. There's a lot that goes um, down. Yeah, it's there's some really heavy things. What the one last thing that I will say here is that um, so my fiance is not a huge fan of anime or anything. Mm -hmm. She made it through two episodes of Dory Adoro and she's like, "This is way too dumb. Yeah, I can't do it." Mm -hmm. uh, B stars there for the whole damn thing. Yeah, hey, uh, my my girlfriend was as well. Yep, both of us uh, sat down and watched this one together. Uh, yeah. That's pretty yeah. much it. Do you want to get to them scores, big boy? Let's do it, dude. Let's let the people know. Gotta let the people know. So how do you feel about the uh, story and setting? Mm, two points. Two points. How about the uh, characters in development? Dude, I'm going to call now. I think we might have the same scores. Oh, maybe. Two points. Two points as well. How about the art and animation? How can I give it anything but two points? I had to do it. Two points. You, oh, you did it. Music and sound. Two points. Two points. And finally, that good buddy's wiggle room, that je ne sais quoi. One point. One point. We tied. We God did damn. it, dude. We really did it. Uh, that's two, 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 and one. Yeah, Had to dock a little bit on the je ne sais quoi because it's pretty intense, y'all. Yeah. It's 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 a nine though from both of us. As a double nine, that, that is, is an, an animos definitely amazing. Excuse me. Yeah, beyond animos definitely. I baby. forgot our ratings. We giving for a second. we giving out the animazings on this one. We talking about it. I, yeah. I'm pumped for any more of this that they have to offer. Yeah, um, I loved every moment that I had with. this. I believe this series is still ongoing. I'm not sure. It is, but um, yeah, there presumably there will be more, assuming that you know Netflix keeps it rolling. Yeah, uh, but, they uh, did. They did all tie it up pretty nicely at the yeah. end. They left a little bit open for you, but. Um, it, it, man, that is good. one of those where we we don't want to say it has a giant cliffhanger ending because I mean it doesn't, but uh, they put a pretty good bow on it. If it did end here, I think you'd be mostly okay. Yeah, but um, hopefully there's more. Man, it's a rad yeah, show. Yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Beach stars. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, I got the manga from my store. 
Hell yeah, you do. Um, but uh, let's let's roll out of here. Let's keep this pretty short so we can get into the ramble. We already been talking for a while. This is probably a pretty long review. Yeah, Lord um, knows we got stuff to talk about. I will say that next week and maybe the week after, I'm not sure. We're gonna do some more of those. Uh, can we recommend them episodes? Similar to what we did with Digimon, yes. uh, Kakushi Goto. We're gonna do a couple more of those because that was pretty fun. It wasn't so intense, and we're gonna go through uh, Verve, Crunchyroll, Funimation. You know all that good stuff. Find a couple of things, mm. check them out, and then uh, you'll know about them as we pop them up. But, Tell you right now, I watched a couple shows that have uh, one or two episodes out already, and you're going to hear about them in the ramble. There's some that I don't think I could recommend at all. Oh, dang. There's at least one okay. that I'm like, oh, God. Uh, but yes, we're going to go ahead and bust on out of here to the <laughs> ramble. Uh, oh, God. So the, all, all that to say, basically, we're not sure what we're doing next week exactly, except it's going to be like, you know, should you check this out? Yeah. Um, we don't know what shows or show though yeah. yet, but uh, thank you for checking us out. Uh, we will have the full plugs at the end of the ramble, like we always do. But yeah. if we said next week, we mean next time too. Next time, yes. That God is only it. knows what the world is gonna allow for us. Oh, and Lord have mercy. Even with the let's play, I we took a couple weeks off. We haven't recorded in a couple of weeks. Y'all, it is hard out here for a good buddy. Yeah, we we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to be as safe as possible, and it's obviously much easier for us to record in the studio. Yes. Is so much uh, less of a pain in the ass. If Assuming we, we can do it. If yeah. yeah, if we do have to go back to the internet thing, you know, doing it over over our computers, then that's something we might have to do. We might. Uh, but we'll we'll hold out and we'll just delay, you know, and put out stuff as we can. Uh, the good buddies have always been real generous with us, so we appreciate you for that. Mm. We thank you so much. But yes, uh, YouTube purposes, uh, thank you so much for listening. Hit that like button. Smash that like button. Mm -hmm. Give us a subscribe. Click that bell for the subscription so we can ding your dong. And uh, thank you so much for checking us out. We do want to give a quick shout out to our good buddy Hoss. Yeah. The closing theme song you're going to hear on the YouTube portion of the show. That's uh, The Buddy's Good. Thank you, Hoss. Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram. And Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Thank you so much, Hoss. Uh, otherwise, uh, full plugs at the end. Uh, thanks so much. We love y'all. And we'll talk to you soon. Later. Love you. Love you. Love you. Bye. And we're in the ramble. ramble. All right. So ramble time. Uh, potential. Oh, let me squeak in my chair. Get your chair all squeaky. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. Oh, he's oh, rolling yeah. in that. Rolling in that faux leather. Oh yeah. Uh, rolling in that polyester. <laughs> um. So, so uh, potential spoilers for B stars here. Anything else you want to talk about on that show, big boy? Um. I think I got most of it out just talking about how cool the, like the monologue and stuff like that was. But um, so Roger, let me ask you though. Let's pretend you're Lagoshi. You're okay. Lagoshi. You know. Okay. You got this bunny rabbit. Are you gonna ask me if I'm in my PP hard? You got Juno over here. Uh huh. If you had to pick one or the other. <laughs> Dang, dude, that's tough. I feel like I really for cute. sure, like, don't get me wrong. I totally understand uh, my dude's motives and everything and what's happening in the show. But, like, purely on if I'm just dropped into the situation. <laughs> it is a pretty animal, dude. I, I, you gotta go. She with is. Juno. She's such a sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Kind of. You know. She might She might try to kill that rabbit. I don't know. Maybe. But that's the thing. If she can, if she can be sweet with you and mean when she need to be, it's ride or die, baby. <laughs> They, they they did do a really good job at you know adding almost a human human like attributes to these these characters. Or well, whatever. that's yeah yeah. You that, can tell absolutely. that this is an attractive character. 
I'm not gonna say I was horny for the animals. It, did, it, uh, did it make your pee pee hard? It did when, not. Thank when you. that bunny rabbit almost whipped his weenie out. No, and no, no. Okay. No. Just thought I would ask. Don't be weird. <laughs> Listen. We ain't gotta go into details, but no, no, it did not. <laughs> it was a, it was a fine show. I see the appeal. I get it. I will say. Uh, some of the animals there, weird animal heads didn't really do it for me, but yeah. for the most part, I was. Well, they, I mean, they're they're pretty inclusive with the Animal Kingdom. Yeah, there they had a, a whole great lot time. of people there. This is how Roger comes out as a furry. Yeah. Turns out he was a furry the whole time. I want to be one of them chickens. <laughs> Laying them the chick- eggs. The chicken. The chicken was a lot of fun. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's a good. That whole. That's a good little spoiler. That whole thing beginning. That there's a whole like ten. A five ten minute beginning of the episode where Lagoshi every Wednesday has these egg sandwiches from the uh, from the commissary at the school, and there is a chicken lady who sits next to him in class, and she like you know acts very prim and proper, doesn't talk to him, whatever yeah. this guy, but she knows a secret. Oh ho, oh, did you know those are her eggs? She sells them. <laughs> yeah. and they make the egg sandwiches with him, and whenever he takes a bite and says, "Oh, it's so good." She gets. She's just a little, <laughs> and then it makes her really happy. She, she loves and it, and she works really hard. She takes utmost pride. Uh, the eggs that she lays that are that is her ch- honor as a chicken woman, and she takes a lot of pride in the taste and product and the the value that her eggs have and receive when they are sold. And then it's Wednesday. Why doesn't he have an egg sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They just kind of taste off lately. What? Yeah, yeah. So she oh finds out. She hears him over talking. She with straight up buddy faints in who, class with her little chicken legs on. Ping, straight up in the air. With his, he's talking with his buddy who is a yellow lab. Yes, and he's cute as heck. Sweet baby. Uh, I love the little <laughs> Chihuahua boy too. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, she overhears him like I that something changed about the egg sandwich. She's, it's just not as good lately. It's weird. It sends her into a spiral of depression trying to figure Horrible out how to get panic. Her can't back. believe it. What how what has happened? What's wrong with me? Have I have I gone astray? They moved not, your eggs to Saturday. They were so good. They had to put them on prime time, baby. You in the big leagues with them tasty ass eggs. Them tasty ass eggs. That shit was <laughs> That was amazing, dude. That, that, was whole, the, that whole sequence is so fucking funny. I don't it's know. just so it's like a good bit of relief that they place yeah. in the show. They they drop it right in there, uh, right before it starts getting intense yeah. again. Uh, yeah, fun show. Suffice to say, it's a very fun show. Um, we had a lot of fun with it. Hey, Roger. Mm-hmm. I have a question. I must ask you that burns within my very soul. And yeah. I think I might know the answer, but uh, you do know the answer because I told you earlier. What have you been watching? Uh, the only thing, the only thing that I've really been watching, I've, I've haven't been watching any wrestling mm-hmm. or anime for the most part. Um, however, at work we have started watching Yu Yu Hakusho up there. Got to go through it. Uh, me, me, and one of the guys were just like, "Yeah, dude, let's throw on the Yu Yu Hakusho. Let's slack off a little bit and let's watch some anime." And Hell yeah. man, the show is still fun. It's still really good, and it, it's fun. Like we were huddling around, like, "Oh hell." This kid's about to get hit by a car, but no, he ain't. <laughs> Good old my best friend, yeah. Yusuke Urameshi. Yeah, Kuwabara's got the tickle, baby. Can I tell you, I actually had a... Uh, gosh, I had a conversation with my parents years ago. Like, I am uh, 30 damned years old now. 
but a while ago I remember having a conversation with my parents about like you know what am I going to do am I going to work am I going to go to school etc etc what am I doing with my life etc etc that kind of thing and I had to be like age 23 maybe at the time and I told my dad honestly I I wasn't I didn't think I was going to make it this far he's like Brandon that's so dark I was like I mean I kind of thought like you know I'm going to be sitting at the park and see a kid almost get hit by a car and push him out of the way and die a hero. <laughs> and that's, listen, that's dark. Kind of thought that's how it was going to go for a while. Yeah. Did, did you jack that from Yu Hakusho, though? I think I think I must have subconsciously because yeah. I wasn't huge into Yu Hakusho, sure. but I saw like the first few episodes. I remember you saying episodes. that, yeah. But yeah, um, I, uh, I think I must have. Great show. Uh, the the best tournament has the best tournament arc in anime history. Um, that's where I stopped watching. Yeah, that's impressive. That you stopped there because I, I know that drives the fights you mad. are amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching anime wise. I, I'll get around to more stuff. I'll get more around. Like I know this isn't a wrestling podcast or anything, but I do love wrestling. I make comments about it all the time. I haven't even been following that. I've been just trying to do other things to keep my hands and my mind busy. Um, yeah, man. I've been uh, I've been working with the fish tank. I've been uh, getting getting all my little fishy set up, uh, so I would have something you know something bright and pretty to look at. My you dude know. does have a pretty rad fish tank. I gotta say. Yeah, it, it's calming. It's calming and it's fun and it does take a lot of time. And it's it, got it's got the little flying saucer at yeah, the bottom that does the bubbler, bubbles. Yeah. It's got the weird looking like Moai, like, uh, like, uh, what did I call it? Um, the, the Moai statue? What did I call it though? From Legend of the Hidden Temple. Olmec, oh, uh, the Olmec, Olmec head. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool looking. Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun, man. And it really does take up, it sinks time to where I have to focus all my energy on that. Because mm-hmm. I, of course, don't want my little fish friends to die. Um, yeah. And they're cute as heck. We got the green meanie, we got the green weenie, and then we got Carol on Tuesday. I, and I love them. And also, I have. Uh, you heard that right. Green meanie, green weenie. Yeah. In you see, Tuesday. green weenie goes in the aquarium, and the green weenie's good for a couple days. And then you see, you look over like, oh, there goes green weenie up on their side again. Got to pull them out, put them back in their little cup. Got to, got to get them acclimated. Yeah. Is not, not having it it's, for some it's reason. It's not the acclimation. It's, it's fur, fully acclimated to the tank. It's mm. just kind of weak. Mm. It's just a weaker little fish, so got to get him on I, them I've fish got, steroids. I've got fix and stuff in there for him. It's it's going on uh, five days of a. Uh, got to get them get him on the fish juice. Yeah, got got a medicine. His fins are looking or her fins are looking really nice. Oh, um, baby. and it's uh, I'm not gonna let Green Weenie die on me. Absolutely not. Hell no. Um, we also <laughs> rehomed three animals this Jesus. week. Uh, we had working two, overtime, boy. Yeah, man. Two uh two dogs, Rhodesia and Ridgebacks, uh, they got in a fight with a bunch of other dogs. There's a giant dog pile. They were unfortunately the biggest of them, and the person that we got them from, I won't say who it is, um, because I'm kind of ashamed to admit who it was. Oh boy. Um, but they were just gonna have them put down. They're three year old dogs, mm. and they're they're solution to that whole thing was uh, we'll just have the big ones put down. They know what they say, boy. Shoot that dog. You yep. can't afford to feed it. So I was like, absolutely not. Please do not put those dogs down. I will find them a home. And sure enough, I did. And they're very happy now. God and, bless them. Uh, we, also, we also had this kitty. 
appear on our porch about a month ago. Oh, baby. And I remember coming in telling Kat, I was like, oh my God, we got a porch kitty. <laughs> and it's really cute. And it was skittish. It ran away from me. Well, the last week or so, this kitty... I know this is an anime, but this is what I've been sinking my time into. This no, it's your it's your roommate yeah. who's a cat. Go on. Yeah. Oh man, that's a great anime. <laughs> so this porch kitty starts staying the last week, like not leaving our porch. She'll like maybe or he, he would wander over to the neighbor's house, but mm-hmm. always back to ours. And it found a little place, and that's where he slept. Um, and he was a really, really, really cute cat. He was really sweet. He loved to come right up to you, loved getting pets. And then it got to the point where he was. Okay, I'm going to get in your car with you. Oh, fun. I'm getting in your truck with you. Can I please come in your house? Aw, uh, <laughs> baby. And I think that we probably would have taken Porch Kitty. Porch Kitty would have been our kitty. However, Porch Kitty is somewhat been in the wild for I don't know how long. Uh, it was thoroughly abandoned, and we do have the bird. So yeah, ain't that gonna work. wasn't yeah, that wasn't something that I was gonna risk me and cat being at work while the cat is prowling around and the bird is bouncing around in a cage, and we did not want to come home to find a bird cage on the ground or anything like that. And a bird gone. Yeah, used a bloodstain somewhere. <laughs> no, oh, oh, poor Millie bird. Paco, I wouldn't worry so much about. Oh no, he would have probably killed the cat. Paco but... is huge and old and would murder someone. Yeah. Baka would kill a grown ass man. Yeah, like, probably. He, he bite, I've been bit by him, and it's not pleasant. Yeah. Bit. Um. But so we found a home for Porsche Kitty, and it was really sweet. And mm-hmm. uh, it's a single mom with her with her four year old kid, and they are loving Porsche Kitty. Beautiful. Um. So yeah, it's really really happy endings all the way around for all these animals. Gave them gave them animals a happy ending. I did not give them. <laughs> That's that. you said your word, You're sir. Gonna pull the, pull the B star weenie out, you know. <laughs> That is that is not what happened, but but that's that's what we've been putting a lot of our time into me me especially just trying to keep my mind off the world, keep my mind off of the fact that things are falling apart right around me. It's true, and that people just don't give a damn. They can't be bothered to wear a little piece of fabric because they think it's some form of mind control. People, um, yep, I really struggling. Ah, you Strugg- too. You you are like me, a misanthrope. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> struggling, baby. I'm on that strug. Yeah, man, it'd be like that. Uh, well, I got a little bit to talk about here, man. I'm yeah, gonna, man, what you been watching? I'll hit you with a few, uh, a few things real quick. Sorry, I'm just shuffling through to make sure I got the names right. Also, gotta make sure there's nothing new, new I need to watch. <laughs> but I have not watched a lot of the new animes. There's, so way, we are getting actual anime this season. There's, there's way more than I thought there would be. In fact, maybe some that you know, maybe we're supposed to drop or something, and I didn't realize, but. Uh, boy, oh boy! I've only I only watched like four episode ones so far. I plan on okay. I said before I'm gonna try this year to watch at least one episode of everything. God damn, there's a lot, and I'm gonna try to give the ones that you know seem worth it at least a three episode treatment. Got to give them the rule of three. So here's what I hit so far. First up, Lapis Re Colon Lights is fine. It's a show about like a school and they're like witches or something, but they're gonna be idols, I think pretty bored pretty quick with that one not gonna lie to you lapis relights maybe give it a skip i don't know i'll give it another episode and see how it sticks uh that's on funimation also on Funimation. uh sorry as you're moving over to uh verb for a second on Crunchyroll, one you probably have been seeing the the blitz for they're putting a lot of ads out mm-hmm. for this one uh the god of high school oh, um yes. it's a it is 
the most tournament tournament anime ever, the literally the whole thing is just a tournament, uh, starts with a weird scene where there's a bunch of dudes like on an island. They seem to be like some kind of corrupt businessmen or something. They're like, ha ha, business, ha ha, shady stuff, ha ha. And then they all get squid. You ever seen uh, Kung Fu Hustle, Roger? I have not. Okay, there's a thing in that, which I guess is a thing just in folklore, I'm not sure, where this guy has the ability to do what is called in the in the movie, the Hand of Buddha, which is a thing where he's way up in the air and he basically just does a big palm and it does like a base, essentially a force palm, like a giant hand oh, just squishes. Oh, like a key blast. Kinda, but it's like literally the shape of a giant hand. Oh, okay, okay. Like in the ground, hmm. slams them. That's what happens to these guys. They get squished giant hand style by an invisible giant hand, apparently. Like gory squished? Sure. Like what? Like gory? Squid? Gory? No, like, I don't I don't like think you see their bodies. You just see the aftermath, which is a giant fucking handprint on this entire island. It's okay. wild. Uh, doesn't appear to be about any of that. Maybe that's all going to come back for sure. The show itself is about this dude who, and there's a tournament with a bunch of high schoolers where you're going to be the god of high school if you can beat up everyone else. And the first episode is just a big old free-for-all, and then apparently they're going to split into a bracket or whatever. Yeah, you're a meshy? It's pretty wild. Uh, the main guy has they got a, a bar? The main dude has a real stupid design. I'll say that right now. He's got like this crazy orange hair and these big ass goggles and I hate him. Uh, but he's a relatively interesting dude. Seems to have a real sense of justice because of course he does. He's the main character in a fucking tournament anime. Um, like the first episode, he's on his bike trying to get to this thing before time's up. Sees an old, a seasoned old lady get her uh, purse snatched and by a dude on a motorcycle. Dude on the motorcycle is like, rain, rain, like taking off. And this dude is so good, so strong, so tough, so cool. He's chasing this fool down on his pedal bike. And of course he is. Uh, there's a big fight scene. There's like a lady who shows up. She got them big old titties and a kendo stick. Wow, sounds great. Right? I know you'd love it. Uh, they end up teaming up to catch this guy. There's a there's a lot of... The thing that really gets me is like there's bits where they throw in little bits of humor and it's so damn funny. Like as they're chasing this dude down, she's like standing on his shoulders as he's pedaling and she's getting ready to like huck her kendo stick or whatever it is at him. And she doesn't see the big ass road sign ahead, just goes boom, like into this fucking road sign, like just caught on it. And it shows you just the back of the sign, which has this fucking face on it where her face slammed into it. And then later, like they managed to stop the dude and you just see her walk over with the sign still on her face, just walking with it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty real funny. It has moments like that. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a big fat fight anime. If you're into that, go for it. God of high school. It's on Crunchyroll. Got two more to talk about. They will be quick. Let me tell you about the one I actually like and then the one that I'm like, oh, God, this show. So the one I actually like so far is Decadence. This is one that I talked about previously, like I was looking forward to just because of who made it. I believe it's the director of um, Mob Psycho 100 and the director of uh, uh, Flip Flappers, which is a show that I'm sure some of you haven't heard of. It's quite fun. A lot of cool animation. Um, the whole show is like, What's that movie, Mortal Engines or whatever, where there's like a giant city that's like rolling through? I just remember seeing previews for it and thinking that looks dumb. But it's basically that. You got a giant city that's like on these giant treads that is traveling through this post-apocalyptic world that is occasionally attacked by monsters. You got a girl who, as a very young girl, was attacked by monsters, lost her arm, has a robot arm, wants to be a soldier, wants to go fight, and you don't get to do that. You're going to work on like maintenance or whatever. It's been decided. So she's doing that. She's got like this gruff older dude who's like teaching her how to do stuff before you can do any maintenance. You got to just spend five years scrubbing the outer hole or whatever. 
point is they get attacked by a bunch of monsters. A bunch of them almost die. Big gruff dude jumps off, saves her as she's falling, grabs one of these crazy spherical jetpack things that one of these dudes has out there who's he died fighting these monsters. He grabs it, straps it on him, flies around with her on a tether, just bouncing behind him and shit, murdering these monsters. Dude is a badass. So pretty interesting show. A lot of cool action. Um, don't know where it's going to go from there, but I'm into it so far. Seems like a lot of fun. That's Decadence, D-E-C-A hyphen D-E-N-C-E. Pretty rad. It's on Funimation. I like this one so far. Let me tell you about this fucking show, Roger. Okay. It's called Super HX Eros. He saved the best for last. It's called Super HX Eros. That last word is heroes with an X after the H. HX Eros. Okay. In a world where strange bug-like aliens have invaded and occasionally attack Blue humans. Gender? Kinda. It's these humanoid-ass aliens. It It's kind of weird because they kind of just show up but also, like, it's, it doesn't appear that the world is at war. It's just, like, regular world. But, like, sometimes these guys show up. Kind of like kind of like uh, Power Rangers, let's say. Okay. His randomly stuff just kind of shows up. And, yeah. no one, you know, sometimes people notice. They don't notice. Whatever. This guy shows up to stop them. What they do, what they do, and I'm going to call it Horny Power Rangers is what I'm going to call it. What they do <laughs> in Horny Power Rangers is these weird aliens show up and these weird aliens the what they do to people is they drain them of their emotions specifically their horny power they drain their horny emotions so like there's this the first time so you wait, see are the, the power rangers draining or the, the aliens are draining okay and what the aliens do like the first time you see this happen there's like a idol show there's like this lady she's like thanks for coming yeah she's like got a skimpy outfit and boom, whoops my titties fell out and she's like oh god she like runs away and all the guys in the audience are like holy crap dude this is one where you're gonna see a lot of those very op this is for sure there is an uncensored version we ain't watching that there's little stars over everything and there's a lot of titties but they're like oh whoa and she like runs off aliens like oh these guys are horny drains their horny power i don't know i don't remember what they actually call it but it drains their essence so now they're just like why are we out here and they just all kind of wander away and then the lady comes back and she says, hey, where's everybody going to fix my outfit? And then drains her horny power. And she's like, I should get a real job and just walks away. That's what we're dealing with. These aliens that drain people. This show sounds incredible, dude. Well, wait for it. Because then our main dude shows up. Our main dude shows up and he's in his school outfit and he's like, you, what are you doing to those people? I can't let this stand. Has a watch that spins up. It's like showing his power growing his horny power runs up and punches this thing sends it straight back to its other dimension or whatever the one punch but when he does it he hits it so hard and his horny power is so great his clothes explode off of him now he's just naked that's why he's always carrying an extra set of clothes well the whole backstory here is that when he was younger he had this girl who he liked they kind of liked each other something happened you find out at the end of the episode what that was they were attacked by one of these aliens and that alien drained this young girl this is where it gets weird of her power but he was shocked why she's got so much it was too much he overloads and explodes now that girl has been avoiding him doesn't talk to any boys in fact wears gloves if she needs to touch a boy's notebook or something to take it to the next class or whatever is she rogue hang on so they both the two of them get attacked by that same monster she's back more powerful now this this monster that he dealt with previously he grabs her by the hand she's like what the hell runs off they hide and she's like, it's been so long since I've been, this boy touched me. What's happening? What is this feeling? 
unlocks her inner horny power. The monster attacks them. Her power is so strong, they take them out together. Boom. Both of them fully nude. And then his other two friends, who are also sexy ladies, show up and is like, Oh, I guess we got another one, huh? Don't you know about keep carrying extra clothes with you? Here, take this. Come on, we'll show you what it means to be a Super H Eros. So it's a group of three ladies and this dude who are going to fight these horny monsters with their horny powers. And when they do it, their clothes explode. That's it. That's the show. This show sounds amazing. <laughs> Check it out. It's on Funimation. Is it something that you would give more than an episode to? I don't. Mm. Is it going to have wiggle physics? I, you're not, I don't think you're going to see. And you see a lot of side boob and side butt. I'll tell you that. There's little stars over everything. Yeah, like, but I mean, obviously there's going to be an uncensored version at some point. Yes, at some point. There may be wiggle physics. I don't know. I don't. I'm de- if there's an uncensored version, I ain't going to pay for the Blu-ray to watch it. So there you go. Oh, we do. You just go to that, go to that uh, porn hub or whatever. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Wherever they were streaming, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, Interspecies Review. Yeah. <laughs> God, that show. Anyway. Uh, I don't know, man. I just wanted to tell you about that one because it seemed like something you might be into. But it exists. It sounds amazing. Dude. Have fun. Uh, other than that, uh, me and Haley, Haley's got uh, Disney Plus. We've been watching a lot of Disney stuff. <laughs> Let's get wholesome for a second. Mm-hmm. Saw that onward. It was okay. Uh, finally watched Toy Story four. I cried a little. Uh, it's pretty good stuff. You know the thing I watched that I I I knew it was a huge cultural moment, and I never listened to it because I like if I'm gonna check out a musical, I want the visual to go with it. But it's on Disney Plus, and we watched Hamilton, and I can't stop thinking about it. I've been listening to the soundtrack a lot. Hamilton. It's good Hamilton. stuff. You seen Hamilton? You know about Hamilton? Is it Alexander Hamilton? It's Alexander Hamilton. It's made by Lin-Manuel Miranda. He did the music on Moana and a bunch of other stuff. Really great artist, really great musician. Uh, it's him and a bunch of other uh, people. Uh, mostly black folks um, and you know a, a lot of minorities the one person who isn't the two people aren't played by minorities and they are a British sympathizer and King Philip or whatever King George whatever it was uh, who are these two white guys it's a whole thing where it's about the founding fathers and shit and the revolution and the life of Alexander Hamilton life and death of Alexander Hamilton uh, mostly through raps and R&B music and it's real fucking good I like it dude there you go. Um, yeah. Been listening to that a lot. Yeah. Watched it. I liked it a bunch. I've been listening to some rap myself. Oh, have you now, Roger? Yeah. I, I feel like uh, it's almost like I knew this conversation was going to come, so I wanted to give you a little segue. I highly recommend that you go check out this YouTube channel. Oh, God. SSJ9K. Super Saiyan 9K, but it's just SSJ9K. Yeah. Um, this fella creates some of the most... Freaking hilarious rap battle. It's the Goku raps. Yeah. If you're familiar it, with Goku raps. It's Goku rapping. Uh, and he has a playlist that are that are designated to uh, rap battles. But I implore you to explore some of the songs, too. Like his playlist for just songs. Because sure. you can find classics like Chichiana on there. Jesus Christ. Buzz it down, Chichiana. Uh, it, it's amazing. This guy creates amazing content. And he's like he is really funny. Yeah, he is 
fucking hilarious. You showed me a couple of them. I was face palming, but yeah, I get it. I see the appeal. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's really funny. I was they were killing me last night, watching some of them. There's like a Piccolo and Kami one or whatever. And of course, Mr. Popo gets involved. Um, and man, it is it is lowbrow humor. Um, and my God, dude, it is. Oh my God, it's so funny. I, I highly recommend just. I can't really, I can't repeat a whole lot of the lines, okay? I can't go spitting bars like this fella. Um, I told you before, what you got to do <laughs> is just say neighbor yeah. every time. I, I don't, neighbor? Yeah, I'm, I can't that say. That neighbor's spitting. Yeah, that neighbor is spitting. Jesus. I still, I still, uh, maybe I should put neighbor <laughs> there. It's still a little too, a little too close for me. You're throw a bad the, person. Hey, on the end of neighbor. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I am a terrible person. This that freaking is guy, pretty funny man. This freaking guy. I, I highly recommend if you if you like if you like humorous things, you like Dragon Ball Z, you like rap, you might check out this guy's. Content. You might check it's, out. You might check out. It's it's pretty good. At least check out Chichiana, uh, and and then check out the the rap the his newest rap battle with Golden Frieza and Goku. Yeah, it's, you, get, you get Funks coming in, man. There's definitely uh, and I love Funks, and he is black. <laughs> yeah. You got, you got the black trunks in there. It's great. Um, there's definitely a shift in the quality of the animation on those. Oh, though. yeah, there is. Yeah, it seems like he's getting like other people to do the animation for him. Yeah, some of these. yeah uh, the newest one, that, that one with uh, Golden Freezer was really good. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. That's what I wanted to talk about. This guy. They were killing me last night, dude. I was laughing at this dude's stuff so hard. Pretty good, man. He's funny, man. He's funny. Well, <sighs> how you feeling, man? I feel like we're about ready to get out of here. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. We we had a little conversation. Uh, we don't really need to get into it here because we would have to talk about things that might get us demonetized. But y'all, just wear your mask, use your hand yeah, sanitizer, please. be cool. Please. If you had if you had COVID-19 and you've recovered from it, don't tell somebody you had it. Especially, but, you know, maybe, you know, stay the hell home. Just to be safe. Yeah. For but for sure, don't longer. walk up to someone who you're in their place of business and they're ringing up your items, which you just had your hands all over and be like, yeah, I had COVID a couple weeks ago. What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do any of that? Why would you stress somebody out so bad? It, mm, mm, I'm, I'm struggling with people, dude. I'm sh really struggling. Also, you know, do some Googling. Um, if your place of business it, where your work, because you're, for whatever reason, you're essential, you know, like some people in this room, and maybe the person you work for has been providing a bunch of hand sanitizer, which, you know, some people in this room had that, uh, maybe you Google the, those hand sanitizer brands and make sure that they aren't full of methanol, which might kill you. Um, like, like someone in this room did. Yeah, my fiance has been making me hand sanitizer <sighs> this whole time. Should probably give you some, dude, if you want some extra. I mean, I got, I got enough. I for got me. cherry blossom. It's just when I'm at work. Do you want like, you you on the Weeb show, dude? You watch the. Weeb, I don't want the cherry blossom. You watch the Weeb show. I don't want the cherry blossom. You doing the Weeb podcast? Now you can smell like a Weeb. You know, I will say that uh, my parents' house they have a. Dad put a big tree in the front, and I don't know like what kind of tree it is exactly, but. Man, I feel like I'm in goddamned uh, 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 Japanese summer. I feel like I'm in motherfucking uh, kiss, kiss, fall in love when I walk outside in the springtime and that bitch has those little little pink petals flying everywhere. Mm -hmm. I'm like, goddamn. Here I am. <laughs> Once again. I love me some cherry blossom, man. It smells so good. 
yeah, it's a good time. Anyway, yeah, I think we about got there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Hey, if you've got any opinions on these shows we talked about or something that's out this uh, this season that you think we should check out, by all means, uh, leave us a comment. Tell us about it. There's a number of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, you can hit us up on the classic Gmail, thegoodbuddiesanimepod at gmail.com. We got the Facebook group, The Good Buddies Universe on Facebook. We got the Twitter, TGB underscore anime pod. We have the dead and zombified Tumblr page, thegoodbuddies.tumblr.com. And of course, the classic rapid kick media probably the easiest way to leave us a comment just go on rapid kick media find the good buddies episodes and leave us a comment there comment on this one if you're checking it out on uh rapid kick media we'd really appreciate it. while you're at it go ahead and like and subscribe we love you guys uh, of course you can also find us pretty much anywhere uh you find your podcasts uh that's apple podcast google podcast stitcher etc etc uh leave us a comment there rating we'd love to get those five stars just spread the word let your friends know about this cool show that we do yeah that we don't do this regularly anymore because we can't but we will whenever you know times is hard whatever and things are changing normal will be in the future you know whenever we get to that time if I, everything will go back to the way that it was if i may paraphrase uh one of my favorite songs from mr john legend times is hard and things are changing and i pray that we can remain the same but all i have all i really want to say is that our love our love don't have to change, mm. even if the times do. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> was that too much? Mm-hmm. Love you, buddy. No, it wasn't too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much <laughs> for checking us out. Um, we want to give a shout out to our good buddies, Mary with Sea Monsters, a.k.a. the Mary Jane. R.I.P. that band. They don't exist anymore. But you can find them on Spotify. You can also find them on marriedwithseamonsters.bandcamp.com. Uh, really good stuff. A lot of good tracks. That's Paper Doll by them. It's really good stuff. I also want to give a shout out to our good buddy Haas once more for the closing theme on the YouTube portion of the review. Uh, that's The Buddy's Good. You can find Haas at Thomas Tastes Better on Instagram and also at Dungeon Witch on YouTube. Thank you, Haas, for the closing theme on the YouTube portion. And finally, a shout out to our good buddy, A Petty Theft. You know, I heard it, I heard from that guy not too long ago. Good old Finally. Slim. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Hey guys, we should uh, do some Stole Boys again." <laughs> so, if anyone's not familiar with the pantheon, the oeuvre of my good buddy Roger, he had him <laughs> a little band called the Stool Boys. Yeah, uh, with such amazing hits as Swamp Ass. Swamp, swamp gas. gas, excuse me, which is a yeah. song about a guy shitting in a swamp and then getting his dick bit off by an alligator. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other hits such as "This Town Ain't Big Enough for My Fat Ass Wife." Yep. Uh, uh, beer buzzards. Beer buzzards. Uh, Bass Master of My Dreams. Hell yeah. Um, I'm surprised you haven't written one called Whopper Plopper yet, dude. I, I mean, I didn't it's know on about the, the Whopper. It, it should be on the way. <laughs> Girl in the camo dress. That's another good one. Oh lord. Daddy's tool shed. If you want to look up some just wild stuff go yeah. ahead and look up the stool boys <laughs> yeah get ready for some lowbrow humor god <laughs> god oh god it's it's definitely something yeah uh and we appreciate it. but yes uh way to get the plug inside the plug but thank you yeah. so much to our good buddy petty theft that is how it's pronounced two p's at the beginning two t's at the end petty theft for the use of our closing theme on the uh ramble and on the podcast which we are still calling sweet anime dreams one more time that's papetti theft you can find papetti theft on soundcloud and on twitter at papetti theft 
Thank you so much. We love you guys. Uh, shout out to the Stool Boys one more time. <laughs> yeah. We've been recording for a minute, and we had we even had to take one minor break in there. Um, so, yeah, we, we need to go. <laughs> yeah. It's been a while. It's getting hot. It's getting hot in here. But thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Roger, you got one to take us out on? Yeah. Well, from all of us here at the Good Buddies Anime Universe, I am your good buddy, Brandon. I am your good buddy, Roger. Bust it down, Chichiana. Bust it Stop. down. Bust it down. Stop. Stop. Bust it down. Bust it down. Goku face. Jesus Christ. You're a bad person. <laughs>